what's up what's popping nigeria how are you lagos state how are you all doing welcome to the first saturday of the month of june and it's this 5 46 p.m and yeah it's a saturday i guess you guys missed me yeah i missed you guys too a lot has happened a lot a whole lot from uh the the dog story we talked about the last time to bestie issues i know some of you people that table they were it was shook you felt the shooking it shook to you like it touched you don't worry it's fine see if you're innocent you don't have to be shook and shaked or whatever you understand but if you know that you now have a bestie that is you know hey you can now be shook anyways anyways so today we're going to be talking about culture shocks Hmm. culture shocks so um first of all culture shocks are those oh wow experience like oh wow things like this happen oh wow experience those experiences that you don't expect that a particular community a state a country um do and all there are there are so many of them i've been digging through for a while now and i'm like oh wow so i had one that in china you there is a public toilet and then you know this toilet that look like wells but then they now have to use the normal it's a pit toilet but it's the advanced pit toilet so there are like several of them inside it's a public toilet so there are several of them there's no demarcation nothing there is no door so someone can be talking outside and you can be seeing the person and the person will be waiting for you to finish up so they can enter <sighs> please i want to understand how are you people doing it because uh-uh not like come and be seeing your private parts like why why anyways i think they are cool with it i also heard that in china that um their kids do not wear diapers yeah i heard their kids do not wear diapers so they give them this they wear them shorts or whatever they have holes in their anus and probably in their private parts in front so whenever they want to take a piece or take a shit they just do it there and then they fling it into a waste bag or something or even if the child is wearing a diaper once the child is done taking a shit they wrap it maybe from the burst window they just fling it out so it was a waste trash can or something which is really really very very amazing but today we're going to be talking about culture shocks that foreigners experience in nigeria yeah culture shocks that foreigners experienced in nigeria so we are going to um, be reading one he said that the ritual in which a widow drinks the water used to clean her husband's corpse continues to be the practice to continues to be practiced in various locations and among various groups in nigeria a window undergoes a widow undergoes this ritual to prove that she was not responsible for her husband's death below is an example to prove that the culture is still in practice still today 
So it is fired widow Mrs. Choma Asumoga from Uba Huekem in Ihiala area of Anambra has raised an alarm that her in-laws were forcing her to drink water used in beating her late husband's corpse. She alleged that the brothers of her late husband said she must drink the water to prove that she was not responsible for her husband's death but that she would not do that. So I thought I thought uh, I thought that was I thought we've gone past that in Nigeria. I, I never knew that it still happened. So I also read another one one time. So the guy said that in Nigeria in those days when a woman wants to get married that the husband's family pay the girl's family a particular amount of money so that amount of money is given to the girl's family saying that in case uh in case one way or the other the man beats up his wife do you understand that they should use the money and send her brother so her uncle to come and beat up the man so it's like you've already paid down the money that you're going to they're going to just come and beat you up whenever you beat up your wife so that means you you know you are going to violate your wife so you're already you have already sorted yourself out now you cannot take your wife home and do whatever you want with her it doesn't make any sense i feel i feel the african culture nigerian culture actually uh, welcome domestic violence maybe that's the reason why if your husband is beating you some mothers would be that you would be like um you have to stay it's your husband's house you cannot run away blah 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 that you're a wife kiniko kiniko and the other other stuff so there's another one when you're a stranger or a foreigner in nigeria there may there are many surprising things you will experience one of them you see one of them you see is a different nigerian hospitality the vibrancy of the citizens ingenuities and also happy people in nigeria a nigerian other than what you see or hear about nigeria as portrayed by the media it is very fascinating that you will see a very diverse society different cultures different regalias different delicacies different facial and artistic displays Nigeria is the most dominant black nation in the world. She boasts of having over 300 ethnic groups with their unique heritage. All of them take pride in acknowledging their roots. So, and that one is, this is one of the most surprising things you will see in Nigeria. It will raise your concerns about how this become became possible. You may ask, are these guys zoologists? do you do these guys have zoos where do these guys keep these animals and so many others so there's a cultural activity these are the hyena boys they are boys sometimes men who parade around who parade a very vicious animal a hyena and move about with it and play some weird actions with this dangerous animal okay someone said um I see you are an Indian. I have watched some good amount of Indian movies. If I have to go by what I have seen, there will be some cultural shocks, but it won't really be much since both societies are traditional and conservative. As an Indian, you may be shocked that cows are not seen as a big deal. 
beef is one of the most consumed meats in Nigeria. <laughs> if you are the very religious type that is going to get shocked seeing cows being slaughtered, then it is going to be massive for you if you live around our slaughterhouses called Abator. They may even be killed on the streets if there is a ceremony nearby. Vegans are not really much in Nigeria and you may have a hard time getting vegan food if you are a vegan. When it comes to marriage, the man in Nigeria pays the bride price instead of what is applicable in India. Yeah. You know in India, the man the woman pays the dowry, do you understand, to the man's family and all. Polygamy is widely practiced in Nigeria. It is not uncommon to see men with two or more wives and girlfriends, and this applies to Christians and Muslims alike. There are many pastors with two or more wives. Unlike other, unlike other countries where polygamy isn't even legal, churches and mosques are everywhere. I don't know how easy ashrams are to spot in India, but in Nigeria, religious temples of two major religions are easy to spot. Don't be surprised if you are woken up by a strange sound at midnight on a Friday. Nigerians are worshipping and praying to God. <laughs> Religious leaders are demigods to many people. This also happens in India, but to people coming from less religious countries, this may be a huge shock. Many Nigerian Christians pay 10% of their income to their pastors so he can bless them and they in turn make more money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Even if their salary earners without any job or business. Many even pay their entire January salary. They call it first fruit here. We also have lavish funerals in Nigeria. Funerals are celebrated lavishly, especially in Lagos State. Millions are spent to bury the dead and burying your aged father or mother without a grand ceremony. Will get you insulted by people, especially if you have been, uh, if you have the means to do such. Also, dead bodies can spend months in mortuaries because the relatives are not ready to hold a party due to a financial issue. When a person dies, the children hold a meeting and they decide when to bury their corpse. It can vary from a day to months. Don't bother to ask me. The mortuary charges isn't free and they have to pay. Yeah, so. Sometimes, safe. Even if they buried their parents when probably they did not have like a lot of money, when the children in quotes they have blown, they are now rich. They come to bury their aged father or their their dead father or their dead mother. Yeah, it happens in Igbo land. It happens several times. Anyways, so and that one is. Getting off a delayed until 3 a.m. charter flight from Lagos to Abuja. The airport was closed. The attendants unloaded the luggage at the side of the plane. We walked to the front parking lot to wake up taxi drivers. <laughs> it was perfectly normal. Another day to get ready for work. So someone says that, okay, this guy lives in the UK. So I had the pleasure of meeting a brilliant young comedian at the Edinburgh Fridge fringe festival last year he's a young white man from a mainly black london housing estate and his name is kelvin j kevin j he's been traveling to nigeria to perform his stand-up many nigerians love him as do his black and white british audiences back home 
He absolutely loved the Nigerian people and his experience of a young white Londoner there gives a unique perspective. So someone else say, what is it what is it like to work in Nigeria as a foreigner? I've worked in Nigeria since 2004. I'll start with the negatives. Things are difficult here. Hmm. Unless you are in Abuja, traffic is always traffic is always an issue. Corruption is ex- everywhere. Expect to dash, which means give out money frequently for pretty much for pretty much anything. Decent accommodation is very expensive unless your company is willing to shell out the cash. And even if they don't, they do not expect things to work properly. There will always be water cuts, electricity cuts. Malaria is a real risk, but not as big as a deal as people make out. I've had it 10 times. 10 plus times. Now the positives. Nigerians are amazing people, outgoing, friendly, intelligent. They have a great sense of humor and have great endurance for what they go through. They are accepting and welcoming. As an expat, they get a lot of perks and generally salaries are high here. If you're in Abuja or Lagos, there's a great nightlife, great mix of expats and a constant stream of activities. There are outdoor activities, parties, and events. You will know that I didn't list security as an issue. I will be forced to say that there isn't any issue, but once again, if you are in Lagos or in Abuja, it's not bad at all. However, if you are going to be posted to Port Harcourt, where I have lived for nine years, it's a different story. Uh-uh, no. <laughs> I lived in Port Harcourt. I grew up in Port Harcourt. Anyways, yeah, security can really be an issue in Port Harcourt sometimes. Security is a major issue, especially if you work multinational. Expect to not be allowed out of your compound without an armed escort. Yeah, this is due to kidnapping and insurance. I came into Lagos and I found out that um, foreigners move around. They even drive cars themselves. They walk on the streets of Port Harcourt. It is on the streets of Lagos, rather. It is rare. It is very, very rare. You can't see a foreigner in Port Harcourt without an escort. They come in convoys and the rest. And that's because you can't walk on the road alone. Something will happen to you. They will kidnap you. Especially if you're... See, I'm not trying to shade people just stay in Port Harcourt. I grew up in Port Harcourt and I know how it is. But then if you stay in areas like Calabari, Buguma, Andoni, those water sides, my dear, where you have to cross water to, you understand? You don't move alone. I'm serious, you don't. Because we have pirates that will stop you on sea and the rest of them. So, anyways, anyways, so moving on. Um okay where was i this is due to kidnapping and insurance yeah you can also expect to have very few activities to do we have maybe five restaurants what's going to and a couple pubs but due to security protocols going out for most expats can be a logistical problem i have my own company and get to set my own security guidelines and haven't had a swirers 
issue in nine years although we've had a few scares however i know several people who've been kidnapped for ransom so it is a real threat and also quite a few of my friends have had members enter their offices or houses if you do get posted to port accounts don't hesitate to pm me for more information overall i can say from personal experience that i love nigeria I've lived here 14 years and I've had so many good experiences and made so many good friendships. Best of luck to whatever you decide. So someone else said, first of all, I'm not a foreigner, but a Nigerian, pure and bred. But having lived here almost all my life and also having the privilege of living in other parts of the world like Europe, Asia and America. I guess I can attempt to answer the question of what a typical foreigner might find as a culture shock here. Top on my short list would be that in some parts of Nigeria, my hometown being one, widows are still treated as primary suspects in their husband's death. It is legally certified that the man died naturally without foul play. The relatives of the late husband in many cases swoop into action dispossessing dispossessing the grieving widows of all their husbands left behind in these instances the man's siblings are the traditional administrators of his estate and the widow has to manage whatever if any is given to her by then if i were a foreigner this would certainly be a huge culture shock to me so someone else said okay someone said have you ever experienced culture shock in your country if so what was the event or custom that was different or new to you someone said yes I, years ago i used to know a colleague who re- who turned to be a friend of mine he's what we call in egypt committed which is equivalent to fundamentalist in the west he was very peaceful and polite he was a very peaceful and polite sunni bearded man and strictly committed to the religion rules in everything we used to talk about different things with more emphasis on religion he used to criticize my practices and violation according to his point of view i used to listen to and i used to listen to him openly then do what suits me without major violations one day he decided to visit my house with his fi- with his wife and his two-year-old daughter so families get to know each other and i welcomed him friendly his wife was a nikabi woman similar to the below picture so you know these those muslim women that cover their their nose down cover their whole body their hair the only thing that is left is their eye most of them we don't even see their eyes there is like a net there where they used to see and all so you barely see anything so the guy said i never saw her or heard her voice and that was perfectly okay for me and didn't annoy me at all respecting her freedom though it seemed weird of course when they arrived i and my wife welcomed them and immediately his wife accompanied my wife to a separate room where they stayed during the visit while he and i stayed in another room my girls were so young at that time when they came to greet him he praised god several times and prayed to god to protect them when they left us he asked me when will you order them to put on hijab that was somehow expected but still shocking i report i replied i will not order them to put on hijab ever it is their freedom to do and not to do he looked he looked unhappy and said this is wrong you must order them for this it is your responsibility i said 
My responsibility towards them is to raise good children with good morals and values. Then I asked them, so when would you order your daughter? He simply answered, when she becomes four or five. The earlier she puts it on, the easier she'll get used to it. Shockingly, I asked him, don't you think that this kills her childhood and freedom of choice? Is this religion in, is this religious in any way? Firmly, he replied, no. This is the correct thing for her and this is my duty as her father. And yes, this is how to teach her religious rules earlier in life. Well, that is not my cup of tea, so let's stop talking about this and move on to other things. The friendship didn't last for long anyway. We clashed verbally after the 2011 revolution because of completely different points of view. He moved to another country now with his family and we may speak on the phone once a year or so. I see a lot of veiled little girls in my country. I see them in streets, in schools, in public transport. They all fall by their parents or guardians to cover up their bodies, even without knowing the reason. I'm not for or against hijab. I'm for the freedom of choice and against enforcement. I believe that the imposing of hijab on female children is a massive abuse towards their childhood and has no origin in religion, not just Islam. Anyways, moving on. So someone else said, how is your experience of, how is exp- your experience of Nigeria? Okay. So he said, Nigeria is a world itself. Yes. If you want your outlook on life changed permanently, visit Nigeria, <laughs> Lagos especially. It's the hustle and bustle of New York on steroids. Are you for real? It is the free market enterprise circumventing restrictions resulting in black market operations on high, on huge scales. It is religious. It is religious zealotry intermingled with tribalism, occult, and tradition. It is the super rich operating right next to the super poor, both taking advantage of the other. You meet really great great people and you meet the scum of the earth. Wow. Okay. So someone else asked, why do so many foreigners go to Nigeria and think Nigeria is good? Well, you sound like a foreigner. Let me tell you just a little about foreigners here in Nigeria. I worked in a power station somewhere in the south, otherwise known as the Niger Delta. And all the foreign engineers were referred to as expatriates and was heavily protected by Nigerian soldiers. Yes, it happens in the south-south. Can you imagine a foreigner being treated like some prime minister? Yes, that's how exactly Nigerians treat foreigners. And just when I thought I have seen it all, the university I work with presently has foreigners as lecturers, and of course they are still called expatriates. But that is not all. They are paid over $7,000 a month. They all have at least two bedroom flats of their own and a vehicle with a driver, all provided by the, all provided by the school authorities. The scenario above is disgusting to fellow Nigerians because there are millions of Nigerians who can do the same job those foreigners are doing even much more better. For instance, some of the foreigners speak English, but it sounds so strange to us. I have to listen carefully to even comprehend what they are saying. Seriously, I feel for those students, they are teaching. <laughs> Trisha, this is Nigeria for you. We love foreigners. But the thing is, something we don't get is the same way they, we treat them here most times. It's the same way they are 
we Nigerians or Africans are treated in their own country because we are foreigners to them. So they give us this special treatment. Although sometimes it can be unnice, but then there is a special treatment. And then you can't blame us Nigerians. We we are colonized by the whites. So we see the whites, most of most Nigerians and blacks, Africans, we see the whites as demigods in quotes, you get. So there is this special treatment. And we are scared of them. We know if anything happens to a foreigner here in Nigeria their country will not take it lightly with us yeah they won't because they will go gas so because of that we try to protect them and avoid voila i'm not going to blame nigerians with the way they protect most foreigners especially in the south south the south south can be very funny and if these things are not done something will happen see if a u.s is in nigeria and something happens to him u.s is not going to take it funny at all they're not it's not like we nigerians that go there and then something happens to you and then you have to now look for money to bring your people down or to bring your person that died down without probably nobody's even going to look into it they're going to dig into the matter of their citizen they will personally bring their citizen down to their country so it's like i don't know anyways anyway sha so um yeah that's like basically it so i what i'm trying to say okay all i'm just saying is there are several things so i had one one time that in aquivum states that some houses you don't enter the way you enter a house you enter with your back like you return and then you walk in backwards into the house <laughs> and then i also heard in benin edo states there are some places in edo states where there is a gate but then the two you know the way we build gates yeah so there's a wall before a gate and then the wall at the other side but in some places in edo states there are no walls just the gates in the middle but them no born you way to pass that wall entrance them no born you way sure you know see gates you pass the gates yes you will you pass the gates they're not born you with so anyways yeah that's totally it and my mouth is spinning you already so i have to go anyway guys i've come to the end of today's show i hope you guys enjoy it if you've experienced any other culture shock do well to tell me about it and also we could all share experiences together and with this i'm going to say ciao ciao bye au revoir see you next saturday I love you guys so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah.